1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo, brought to you by Thin Man Brewery. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, we have massive, massive news to share with the listeners today. Folks, Buffalo Sports Trivia is back. It is so, so back, and it's coming up nice and quick, as we will be hosting at Thin Man Chandler on wednesday august 16th at 7 p.m again buffalo sports trivia wednesday august 16th 7 p.m we're taking our talents from elmwood to chandler street it's going to be a great time same setup as last time where we'll have the seven different categories eight questions per category in which taylor and i will split them up half and half in terms of creating the questions and answers and we are beyond excited to be able to take this really cool thing that we've started and that you all have helped make so special and bring it over to Chandler street to keep it living on. So Taylor, your thoughts, are we hyped to get this back going again?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's been like four months since we've done this. I'm pretty sure. So it really? it's going to be a, it's going to be a good time. And uh, it's going to be just as challenging as ever. So, you know, Bring your uh, all of your best study drugs. I didn't say that. What? Anyway, by that, I mean, had a good night's sleep before and uh, have a protein filled breakfast.
1: We love that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting. Again, there's no real limit on the number of people per team, but we like to usually keep it to like five or six as a max. But we've seen people come and ride solo to one of these things. We've had teams of two, three, four, whatever it may be. So assemble your pals, get them all together. And again, come out to Thin Man Chandler on Wednesday, August 16th for the next round of straight up Sabres, Thin Man Breweries, Buffalo Sports trivia. Taylor, moving on off of this now. We're going to be doing a little drafting today and not of the prospect variety. So as we all know, the Sabres have already released their schedule for the 2023, 2024 season. And we thought it would be a cool idea for Taylor and I to do a draft, a 10 round draft where we each go back and forth with making our selections for the games that we are most excited to see. So it's, Obviously going to be a very, very exciting year here. There's a ton of marquee games on the schedule already, and that's even going outside of people's personal interests. If they have particular teams, they like to see your players, they like to see there's just a ton of really, really great games and a lot to look forward to with this upcoming season. So Taylor, do you want to talk a little bit more about this?
0: Yeah, it's basically like me and Brendan are pretending that we are splitting a 20-game season ticket pack and we're trying to get our 10 games. So we pick one at a time.
1: Love it. All right, who wants to go
0: first? Uh, What should be the determining factor on going first? Uh, Height, perhaps? Okay, sounds like it's you. Okay. Do we want to do first overall pick and then second two?
1: Mm. Yes, yeah, so are we just going to go back and forth like that
0: then? So it will it be first, second two, then it'd be one, one, one the rest of the way.
1: Okay, we could do that. Yeah, I mean, what would you rather do? Or would you rather go first? Do you have one you're really psyched about at the top? No, you could go first. All right. Well, with the first pick of the 2023-2024 NHL scheduled draft for our Buffalo Sabres, I'm going to go with Saturday, March 30th against Toronto. It's the last matchup in the regular season versus Toronto. It's going to be a pivotal game. I mean, this could, and I also should say last regular season matchup, again, putting a point on that because there's a very good chance we could end up seeing the Maple Leafs in the playoffs. But I think that, This is going to be such an entertaining game. Obviously, we know how the arena gets when Toronto comes to town. And of course, over the past handful of years, there have been a lot of times where Maple Leafs fans have completely drowned out Sabres fans and have filled the arena. It's been 50-50, if not even more, like 60-40 at times, too, in favor of Maple Leafs fans. But I have a really, really strong feeling that this year is going to be different and that the Sabres are going to be packing the house for this one. The energy in the arena is going to be absolutely electric. And again, they're going to be on a stretch run, hopefully making their way to their first playoff berth in over a decade and breaking the NHL's longest playoff drought. So Taylor, your thoughts on my number one overall pick, the Connor Bedard, if you will, of our scheduled draft.
0: Yeah, I had that one written down as well. Uh, uh it's uh, That might have been my first choice It's right there, like you said Leading up to the playoffs, Saturday night, 7pm I am going to take with my pick Something pretty similar A little earlier though, Leafs Thursday, December 21st, 7pm So, we mentioned it before On a previous podcast, there's a real dearth of Holiday games this year So this is uh about as close as it gets, really They will be playing, so that's a Thursday before Christmas. So who knows? I think a lot of people are going to take the Friday off. There's going to be a nice festive atmosphere. Christmas is a Monday this year, so it's basically just a long weekend. But who knows? I think this Thursday night could be a lot of fun. The Leafs are in town. A lot of people will obviously be here from southern Ontario. Uh, It'll be, I think it'll be a great time. And I know it's not like stretch run, jockeying position in the, the divisional standings, looking at the playoff picture. But by this point, it'll be clear if the Sabres are uh, in the playoff picture and I expect the Leafs will be too because they've changed next to nothing. So right. ran for good, pretty much good, the same kind of Leafs season.
1: Good selection. What do you have for your second, second pick?
0: Okay. I think. All right. So I'll go with one that's closer to the end of the season. Uh, and this one is going to be. In fact, it's the night before yours. (laughs) Um, The Sabres are hosting the Devils. The Devils are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference last year. They're really exciting, and they didn't have good goaltending. So they were actually a lot like the Sabres. In fact, they were coached by Lindy Ruff even. Uh, So they should be really good again this year. Who knows if their goaltending is going to be better, but they're still going to be one of the best teams in the East, I would have to think. The Sabres also should be very exciting, also to score a lot like the devils we'll see on goaltending it should be a cool matchup and by the end of the year this should be an important matchup for both teams obviously they're in different divisions but the devils could be going for the uh metropolitan division title and the sabers will be uh hopefully playing for a playoffs but at that point so 7 p.m friday night i'm gonna say it right now schedule makers push this one to 7 30 or 8 so people have time you know pregame a little bit go get dinner make this a big night out in buffalo show the wonderful people of hoboken the kind of uh, amenities we have to offer. I think Friday night game should be 7.30 or 8. We're still a late night city, no matter how many bars and restaurants are fighting against that right now.
1: Well said, I like that. No, I had that one as well on mine. They were, they were on my big board of my top 10 there. I think that's going to be a great game. You obviously have the Lindy storyline, like you said. And on top of that, yeah, it's just two really, really fun, exciting teams with a ton of young star power. All right, well, for my second overall pick, I'm going to go... I'm going to stick with one of the late ones here and I'm going to go Thursday, April 11th against Washington, which is the home finale for the Sabres. Same kind of things as, as the Leafs game in that it's going to be down the stretch here. You're going to be potentially even in the race with Washington too, for a wild card spot. That's absolutely not out of the realm of possibility. And it's always a nice time. It's fan appreciation night, the last game of the year, every season and any opportunity we can to see the Sabres team playing in big moments. This could be the biggest moment at that point of their, of, of the, of the season and of the, of a lot of these guys' careers like this. This is a very, very pivotal game, right? It has the makings I should say of being a very, very pivotal game. So uh, yeah, Thursday, April 11th against Washington fan appreciation night. Again, another night where you would have to expect the arena will be simply electric.
0: Yeah, that's, I had written down as well. That should be good. I was thinking, am I mistaken, or did the Sabres close the 07 season and clinch the President's Trophy against Washington? Why do we doing? do this Washington? year?
1: Let's just do it again yeah. this year.
0: The President's Trophy, let's yeah. do it. Let's get it done. Yeah. I love it. That's a good memory. I would like to have a last game of the year where the Sabres are just like, hey, we got this clinched. Here's a couple goals by your good friend, Lucas Rusek.
1: Isn't he cool? Lucas Rusek, here we go.
0: Yeah, should be cool. Neither of us have taken uh, too early of a game yet this season.
1: Are you going to change and that right now or no?
0: No, because I want to get this one. No real playoff implications here, but this should be cool as hell. Love everything about it. Edmonton Oilers coming to Buffalo Saturday, March 9th at a t- for a 12.30 p.m. game. Uh-huh. How cool is that going to be? Our friends, the Sabres. One of the highest scoring teams in the league, hopefully at that point against the Oilers, who were, I believe, the highest scoring team in the league last year. Connor McDavid, the most exciting hockey player of our lifetime. His friend Leon, one of the best passers in the league. See how a Ryan Nugent Hopkins follows up on his 100-point season? Probably not at all like Jonathan Huberto. Uh, And, you know, it's a, a team that also doesn't play a lot of defense, really. So worth noting, the Sabres have done... I think the best job in the NHL of containing McDavid so far, basically the opposite of how we've handled Crosby in his career. So that's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm excited. I I don't know if I'm going to be in New York city for the Atlantic 10 tournament at that time. I may or may not be. Otherwise I'll be at this game. Love
1: that. Love that. That's great. That's a good pick. That was another one that I had on mine as well. So off the list that goes, All right, well, then my last selection that I just made, my second one was the home finale against Washington. Why not do the exact opposite of that and go Thursday, October 12th versus the Rangers, the home opener? We all know how pivotal this season is, how exciting this season is shaping up to be. Playoffs are the expectation here for the first time in quite a while. And it feels like we're about as close as we've been during the drought to being able to actually break the drought. The arena is going to be just out of control. You're going to have to ex- expect that Levi is going to be getting the start. You have all the guys coming back after again what was a very exciting end to last year where they came so close to making the playoffs, just one win away. That's all they needed, one more win. And I have a very very strong feeling that out of the gate these guys are going to be absolutely buzzing. And not to mention the fact that Devin Levi looked pretty damn good when he played against the Rangers at home during his seven-game stint. So I am very, very much looking forward to the home opener. I'm planning to be there either way, and it's going to be a good one. It's always a good day when you can beat the Rangers, right?
0: Absolutely. Hopefully starting strong. Hopefully both Buffalo teams start strong against New York teams. I agree. So next, I'm going to go with another Saturday afternoon special. This against another premier team, but this time you're going to have a little bit more of let's say divisional playoff implications on the line that's the tampa bay lightning who are coming here saturday january 20th at 12 30 p.m so another fun afternoon game i love Sabres saturday afternoon games i don't know if i ever told you that or said this in the podcast love it i always think about i think it was in 2016 so this is when the, the very brief period where it's reasonable to have hope about the sabers in 2016 like the second half of that season went really well and This was overtime where I think it was a Vander Kane flipped it to Eichel and Eichel scored basically a buzzer beater to win. It's a Saturday afternoon, walking out. It's still light out. It's the spring, especially. Now this Lightning game's in January, so it won't be the spring. But that was really cool. It was March. And then the next day, the NCAA tournament draw happened and Bonaventure got snubbed and uh, never been happy again in my life. Anyway, this should be different, though. Lightning, 1230 on Saturday, January 20th imagine that how how good it could be cuz you know like we've mentioned on here the sabers and lightning were very close in the standings 7 points separated them that's barely anything especially considering the lightning had a big unlikely comeback against the sabers that's a big swing right there so i think there's a good chance that they're we're closer to the lightning in the standings the lightning's depth gets depleted every year because you got to pay your stars and your stars get older and you got to get rid of other guys the ryan mcdonalds of the world the the Yanni Gordes, the Andre Pilats, mm. the Tyler Johnsons. And then also because they traded for Tanner Janot. So we'll see what Tanner Geneau does here on the 20th. And uh I think that's gonna be one of the biggest games of the year.
1: It's a great pick. That one was also on my list. They all they they put up a ton of entertaining games, those two teams last season. So gonna be a very, very exciting one on the calendar. My next one will come to uh will come as a surprise to absolutely nobody because I, for my fourth selection, am going with Saturday, March 2nd, against the Vegas Golden Knights and Jack Eichel making his return after winning the Stanley Cup. Again, I'm going atmosphere on a lot of these games, and I think that this is one we know how the arena was really for the last two times that Eichel has visited. Uh, Well, his first two times, I should say, visiting as an opponent to the Sabres. Of course, it was like the storybook ending the first time around. You have Tuck stripping the puck off of him and getting the empty net goal to seal it. We're not going to talk about what happened last time when Eichel came to Buffalo. But I think that this is going to be another really entertaining game. Obviously, getting to see Vegas, the, re- the reigning Stanley Cup winners, and again, all the talent that they have on their roster right now, I think will be really exciting. And again, the arena atmosphere will be will be great and probably very, very vicious for, for Jack Eichel.
0: Yes, uh, I agree, probably, but it's going to be, you know, he's he's a defending champion. And I think every time he comes here, it'll be a little bit less exciting, especially as fingers crossed the Sabres get good. But he has to cross his fingers, too, because he's hurt pretty much every year. So hopefully he's healthy for that game and uh, it should be an interesting one. I think for my next one, since I already have the game right before Christmas, I'm going to do right after Christmas. Christmas to New Year's week, always a fun time. You never know what day it is, what time it is. You could be working, not working. You could at any time drinking during the day or eating a piece of pie or laying on the couch watching anything, and you're like it, – it just – it's the, the closest thing you get in life to feeling like you're back on like month-long winter break from college or just at college. Brendan loved eating pie in college, so <laughs> – with that in mind I'm going to go with the Wednesday December 27th game against the Bruins. The oh. Bruins last year, wow, it was so cool right before New Year's. I want to say it was the Sabres beat the Bruins at in Boston I think. Either way, it was it was awesome. It was, that was that was an incredible win considering they went on to break the wins record by 3. They had room to uh room for error and they uh I don't know what happened to them in the playoffs. Forgot, don't remember it all. They probably won the cup. And they had 135 points last year, at least 135. And they don't have Patrice on anymore. And they don't have Tyler Bertuzzi. And they don't have a laundry list of guys that they had last year that they beefed up at the trade deadline. And do they have David Cresci? I don't
1: think we know either way, but I think it's leaning no.
0: Yeah. But yeah, they don't they have probably... Orlov.
1: They don't have Connor Clifton.
0: True. Connor Clifton, that's a big one. Mm. And... <laughs> They also, I'm sure, will not have the same save percentage from Swayman and Allmark that they had. They also don't have Taylor Hall. I forgot about that. They don't have Taylor Hall either. No great loss there. So the Bruins will be worse, but they have they can literally drop by 40 points and still make the playoffs. Like they can have a way bigger drop than Florida even had. And they might even they might just do that. So December 27th, when they come to Buffalo, who knows? They could be close to the Sabres in the standings. They really could be.
1: Yeah, they they definitely very well could. I'm going to go with my next one for a few reasons. Wednesday, January 17th versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Connor Bedard making his first visit to Buffalo. Obviously, he is the main reason here of why I would want to go to this game. You get to see a guy who has very much so the, the potential to end up becoming a, a generational talent and among one of the 10 best players in the game. So getting to see him in his rookie year would obviously be very, very cool. I remember getting to do that for McDavid um, like back in the day. And a lot of time, with it's really the case with a lot of guys who are like these top picks who ended up making it right away into the league i I, th- I believe i did for austin matthews first game in buffalo too so i think this is gonna be a really entertaining game and then on top of that chicago is going to be bad folks they are not going to be good so that is one that you could hopefully circle on the calendar as a win for the savers but i think that would end up being a pretty entertaining game but mainly just to be able to see bedard in action for the first time
0: yeah that should be cool i don't know if i've ever seen anyone that good their rookie year Oh, I haven't really thought about it, but maybe I have at some point. Let's change Anyway, that. Yeah. Actually, I think I saw Kuznetsov his rookie year, and I was like, damn, this guy is going to be incredible. And then he was, and now he super isn't. I don't know what the hell yeah. happened to that guy. It's crazy that the Capitals had Marcus Semien, or Sorry, not Marcus Simon, I'm thinking Marcus Semien in <laughs> baseball. They had Alexander Semin. There you go. And then they got rid of him, and then they got a new one. Yeah. But this guy with somehow even more precipitous of a drop? Yeah, how, how weird. Anyway, before we uh, get to my sixth pick, let's uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Visit gambling at MA.org. In New York, call 877 8 hope why or text hope Y at 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1 1- Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org and 21 over in most eligible states. But age will vary by jurisdiction. See draftkingscom sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game, opt-in required, max bet $50, 10-plus like requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility wavering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at DraftKings.com slash baseball terms. And folks, we're also brought to you by Raycon. And even if you're not going on vacation this summer, you know summer is all about a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to listen to, mm, I don't know this podcast on repeat or other podcasts I love like Puck Soup, or if I just need to retreat inside my own head for a bit, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer. Sometimes you need upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. I wear my Raycons, you know, all kinds of places. When I go to the gym, I listen to music. Uh, When I go on a walk, I like to listen to uh, a very – Interesting and engaging podcasts, such as those on the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Or, you know, getting ready to go out with some friends. Maybe I listen to a playlist of 90s summer hits, because it's still the summer, folks. you got to love it. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen, no matter how you listen. Use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good, and Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So what do you got to do, folks? Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Straight Up Sabers listeners can get 15% off their Raycon orders at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% off on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. And folks, as we've already mentioned, we have our trivia coming up at our other sponsor, Thin Man Brewery. That'll be a week from today, but less than a week from when you're listening to this. It will be the 16th of August, 7 p.m. Chandler Street. It's going to be great. It's going to be, I don't know, I'm thinking about my questions already. Maybe it'll be a little different this time. Anyway, besides just our trivia, you know, they got a lot going on at Thin Man. This Saturday, for example, there'll be an island park for Froth Brewing's Froth Fest 23. It'll be pouring alongside all of uh, your local favorites, and there'll also be food, music, and whatever beer you want. So, frothbrewing.com for those tickets. And I've also mentioned perfect, crushable summer beer. It is the Northeast Light. That's a 4.2%, and it's perfect for drinking outside in the summer, which it still is summer, folks. That's available uh, Chandler, and it's coming to retail in Buffalo and Rochester. So look for that at your stores. Uh, Another thing to mention, Tropical Horsepower, which is a fruited sour ale. It's brewed with apricot, coconut, orange zest, and vanilla. Doesn't that sound interesting? So that's a fruited sour. You can uh, get that on draft or to go with four packs. Sounds like a cool summer beer as well. That's all I have on Thin Man, but let me tell you, there may be another announcement coming soon, so either look out on social media, or maybe I'll have the news for you on Monday's podcast. Wow. Is this news that I know of? Uh, Nope, I don't know of it. They just teased something on Instagram. Oh, okay,
1: <laughs> cool. Good to know.
0: Anyway, want to get back to it?
1: Let's get back to it, Taylor.
0: Yeah, so I have another one here. Uh, This one... it's going to be a little earlier in the season. And I think it just got more interesting based on news we talked about recently. And this is going to be the Friday, November 24th, 6 PM game against the penguins. This is black Friday. Again, no Thanksgiving Eve game this year due to the, I don't know, schedule makers. They're not happy with the Sabres or something, or maybe they just hate Buffalo or they're biased against us. Who knows? But, this is one of the games that's like about as close as you're going to get to Thanksgiving. Everyone's off on Black Friday, except for people that, you know, except for all the people that have to work, which may not include me. So, 6 p.m., though, I liked a little bit. I know I've mentioned earlier that I wanted to be a later start. On holidays, though, I do prefer the earlier start. Everyone's off anyway, no one's rushing from work. So, the Penguins, interesting move they made with Carlson. They're not uh, going quietly into the night with this Crosby era they're, they're doing that other thing. Ah, there's a lyric about this or a poem or something. God, I just can't think of it anyway. So they're going to be playing that hockey this year with probably four hall of famers between Carlson, the tank, Crosby, and Malkin, all of whom are at the end of their prime. And you also have Gensel when he comes back from injury, it's still an interesting team. It's a team that probably should have made the playoffs last year. If Ron Hextall wasn't such a shameful moron and terrible GM. And probably her based on where he spent most of his career. So I think that's going to be a good game now, and that's an important game. Brandon mentioned earlier the possibility that we're fighting for a wild card spot with Washington, which is possible. I think it's much more likely if the Sabres are fighting for a wild card spot that it could be Pittsburgh that they're involved with. And anyway, that sounds like a good time. Plus, 6 p.m. game, even if it goes to overtime, you're out. You're at your favorite bar. You're at the pink before 10 p.m.
1: Oh boy. Ten Brandon, PM what do at the you pink? Uh, what do you have next? Ten PM at the pink. Sign me up. All right, well, you took my next one because it was literally going to be that one. My next pick was going <laughs> to be one. And you can go home by game.
0: midnight like everyone does now.
1: <laughs> See, it's not a bad thing, honestly. All right, well, my next one I'm going to do then is Sunday, October 29th. We got a 1 p.m. game against Colorado. So the Bills play on Thursday night football a few days prior to that. So it is going to be Sabres Sunday in Buffalo. And you're going up against the Colorado team again. Very entertaining. You have McKinnon, you have Makar, you have Nishkanen, there's Devin Taze, there's Bowen Byram, there's Miko Rantanen. I mean, the star power, it just goes on and on with that Colorado team. Still very, very exciting to watch, even though they have had to shed some of their guys from their cup winning team. Still, they are a great team, will continue to be a great team and are set up to be for, for a very, very long time. Thanks to that high end star power that they have. So I think this would be a fun one. You know, you'd be able to be at the game watching the birds and then you get to, you know, can have your phone out following along if you have like fantasy stuff going on or whatever for, for the football games that are happening. I'm sure probably at the arena, maybe they'll even do scores like up on the, uh, what do they call the, thi- the, that goes around. Oh my God.
0: Oh, I see. Uh, I don't, I don't know. What would you call that? I don't
1: know. The.
0: The thingy that goes all the way around.
1: Yep, that thing. Yeah, so I'm going to go Colorado. Message board? Maybe. Let's go with it. Colorado, October 29th, Sunday, 1 p.m. That is my sixth pick. What do you got for number seven, Taylor?
0: So here's one that was really fun, and someone put out the highlights today on Twitter, so it kind of reminded me how fun it was both times we played this team last year. The Wild. Well, to visit my uh, last year Stanley Cup pick, the Minnesota Wild, the Sabres beat them 6-5 to the day after my birthday, I want to say. Hit people over. It was a great time. And then they also had a really fun game. I want to say, God, I don't remember what it was. It was a winter game in Minnesota. I don't remember exactly what month it was. Maybe December? But, yeah, they had a fun overtime game. So they played two overtime games with them. And the Wilders are still an interesting team. I know things uh, didn't go so well for them last year, but that's probably because – Flurry wasn't really what they thought he'd be. And then their scoring dropped the second half of the year, like crazy. So I think their scoring should go up at least a little bit. Cause there's all these drops that they shouldn't have had. And they have one of the most exciting players in hockey in Caprizov. They will not be my Stanley cup pick this year, but I think they will be a fun team to watch. Unlike the wild of been in, you know, for most of their existence. So I'm going to pick that one for my next pick.
1: Love that. that's a great pick. I was going to say, I was hoping that you were going to just pick them again to win it all this year. All right, let's move on. I'm going to stick with the Western Conference for this next one. And I'm going to go Tuesday, February 13th versus the Los Angeles Kings. I think L.A. is heading into a pretty exciting season coming up for them. They obviously made a huge splash in trading for Pierre-Luc Dubois. We'll see how much that ends up paying off for them. But I think L.A. is just a team I always like seeing. I always am a big fan of going to Western Conference games in general. And so especially with L.A., Being, uh, you know, a team that I think is going to really contend this year in the Pacific Division. And who knows? We'll see how far they can go in the West here. But I'm really looking forward to seeing that L.A. team. And again, I could not recommend more that they just switch their jerseys because that could end up being like an all-time jersey matchup.
0: Oh, absolutely. Go back
1: to the old jerseys. And that is one of the best jersey matchups, the Sabres and Kings that you could have in the NHL.
0: I think the Kings are an intriguing team going into this season. I don't know exactly what to think about them. And for my next pick, I'm actually going to go with a game that's against a team that's kind of similar. And, you know, I like witnessing history. Like we mentioned, seeing great players in their rookie year and another form of history. I would love to see is the Sabres to get their first win against a certain franchise, the Seattle Kraken. The Sabres have not beaten in each of the past two years. The Kraken, I think, uh, well, first of all, the game is Tuesday, January 9th at 7 p.m., so not a marquee uh, time slot, but the Kraken, like I said, first of all, I haven't seen them play yet, and I'd like to see every team play at least once. Second, Sabres have never beat them. Got to do that eventually. That'd be cool. And third, I think the, the kind of what I alluded to there earlier, I don't really know what kind of team they're going to be. Going into their first year, I didn't like their expansion draft, not only because they didn't make any side deals, like Vegas got a million picks, got all this ammo on side deals. They didn't do that. And then they also took a bunch of guys who couldn't score. And it was like, they, they took analytics, starlings, but I think Vegas kind of did that, but also did the smart thing of like, you know, who could score James Neal, David Perrin, Paul Stass. was Paul Stass in the draft. Uh, he was there at least. He was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just, they took guys who could, and then, you know, March or so and Smith fell into their lap. And turns out while Bill Carlson was a 40 goal scorer, Good stuff for them, but really, when it comes to the Kraken, they didn't have any of those guys, and then they couldn't score their first year. But everyone thought, well, they'll be great on the defensive side, and they signed Grubauer. So people figured they might be like a wildcard team, and they were like one of the worst teams in the league because Grubauer was terrible. It didn't matter that they were good at defense. And now, last year, they... Their goaltending wasn't much better, and they didn't really make any inspired moves. It was Grubauer and Martin Jones, and I think Chris Dredger is the third guy. This is okay, not great goaltending, probably below average. But then the first half of the year, they shoot way above their regular shooting percentage. Like, way above where their shooting percentage should be. They had one of the highest PDOs in the league, which is an oversimplified thing, but like... It wasn't going to be that high all year. And they they were higher above their expected goals than anyone in the league. Because I know the Sabres were above theirs too last year, but it was like Seattle was blowing everyone out of the water. And then in the second half of the year they weren't. And it was all of a sudden like they were a very normal team. But they banked so many points in the first half, they made the playoffs. But that's where things got interesting. Seven games they win against Colorado, the defending champions, and then they go seven with Dallas. Very easily could have made it to the conference finals. I'm intrigued. I don't know how much I believe in them, but I'm intrigued.
1: That's fair. All we need is a little bit of intrigue.
0: Yeah. Plus they have Shane, right? Who knows what that's going to be? Like they they basically was no value to them last year. Bernier should probably keep getting better. And then you have like, it was big for them that they got Yanni Gord back. They, they signed Burakovsky. That was, you know, that was not nothing. And did they upgrade their goaltending this off season? I honestly don't remember. I don't think Uh, they did though. no. So that's, uh. I mean, that'll be interesting too. Like I've mentioned here, I like that all these teams don't have good goaltending because if the Sabres don't have it, then neither should you.
1: Well said, well said. Hopefully we are wrong about that. And the Sabres have miraculously good goaltending.
0: God, uh, I hope so.
1: Well, let's move on here, Taylor, as we're getting close to wrapping up here, we have three more to go. For my next one, I am going to do a bit of a non-traditional one, but as we're talking about good young teams, well, teams with good young talent, I'm going to go Monday, February 19th at 1230. Well, President's Day matinee action against the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim very young and exciting team with a ton of high-end talent there in the form of Trevor Zegris, Jamie Drysdale, Leo Carlson, who they just ended up taking second overall, Mason McTavish. There is just a, a wealth of young talent on that Anaheim team. And I think that, You know, they'll be, at the very least, very exciting to watch. Again, I think that, like, the win, how winnable a game is plays into this one for me as well, as I mentioned with a couple of the other ones, like Chicago, for example. Um, So, yeah, what better way to spend a Monday afternoon while you have off from work than by going and watching the Sabres beat Anaheim but then getting to see a bunch of really good young hockey players in the process. So, I'm going, yeah, Monday, February 19th against Anaheim.
0: Yeah, that should be interesting, especially if Anaheim takes the jump, but they probably should at some point. Yep. Also, I looked it up and really disrespected Seattle's goaltending. Sorry, I forgot to mention that they now have Joey Decord. Oh, they, they've yeah, already had could him, you? apparently. How and could He's going to be their backup now. Good luck. Uh, anyway, Child I want to get
1: Leaves and Martin Jones. <laughs> Enjoy.
0: <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Uh, I wanted to also mention now I'm trying I'm Torn between another holiday-adjacent game. You know what? This is my ninth pick, I believe. I need to get one more villain in here. Perhaps the greatest villain this year, the Carolina Hurricanes. Sunday, February 25th at 6 p.m. So, Ooh. folks, this is be right after the Super Bowl happens, NFL season's over, the Sabres are dominating discourse in Buffalo, sports talk. Hopefully they're good. The Hurricanes will be good. I'm pretty sure of it. And we'll get a nice Sunday 6 p.m. game. So that probably will be an ESPN Plus game, I would imagine. I guess we'll see. It
1: would Uh, seem like it.
0: Yeah, so that should be a big one. It's good to have enemies. We already have the Leafs and Bruins on here, so let's have the Hurricanes join them.
1: Love it. All right, number nine for me. I'm going with a stretch game uh, that is very winnable for the Sabres, and that would be Friday, April 5th versus Philadelphia. It's the last Friday night game of the season and it couldn't end up being a big game for the Sabres as it's their last easy game before they take on Detroit, Dallas, Washington, Florida, and Tampa Bay to close out the season. So I think that could be a really good one. Vibe should be really good in the arena that night. Very much so in play as a meaningful game down the stretch for the Sabres. So Friday, April 5th versus Philly. That is number nine.
0: All right. So my, that's a good one. I don't, I thought about that, but I really, I don't respect the Flyers uh All so the more reason
1: to go root against them
0: my 10th pick i was kind of leaving for you but i guess you don't want it uh it's just another holiday adjacent one it's saturday december 30th folks no tucks and pucks this year either really no holiday games but the 30th of december 5 p.m the tabers are taking on brendan's beloved st louis blues the blues are not what they used to be they're definitely rebuilding and i mean it should it should be fun like This year, the way the holidays are set up, so I'm sure everyone will be going out on New Year's on the 31st, but we get an extra night before, Saturday the 30th, got to enjoy that, and like I said, with holidays, which I would consider this a holiday, and honestly in general with weekends, I love the earlier, 5 p.m. starts, great, you can go get like a big brunch or lunch before, you go to the game, you go out after, beat the Blues, score six on Jordan Bennington, perfect for, you know, if anyone's listening, if they haven't done the schedule yet on this. This looks like a perfect black and red night. Oh, head night. Uh, yeah. So honestly, schedule makers, consider that. Consider seven thirty or eight p.m. Friday night games. And you know, more 5 or 6 p.m. games. So that's my 10. Brendan, what's your 10th?
1: I love that. I'm going to go with October 17th against Tampa Bay. It's the second home game of the season. As we had talked about before, the Sabres and Tampa always match up really well with each other, especially last season. It was just a ton of entertaining hockey. And so to be able to see those two teams square off early on in the season, two teams that conceivably should be fighting for a playoff spot within both the division and in the conference. I think it has the makings of being a a great game. And we'll, I I think one of the really interesting storylines too with Tampa that people have been discussing here and there, but I think it's going to, it should be interesting to see how it plays out is this is the most rest that they've had in three, three plus years for in terms of having like a full off season to be able to recover and recuperate. Um, You know, you go on three straight Stanley cup runs like that. It, absolutely has a wear and tear on your body. I think we especially saw that was the case with Andre Vezolevsky this year. And so this should be interesting to see how Tampa is going to come out of the gate here and if they are going to be energized and refreshed. And that is my 10.
0: Yeah, nice. All right. So just to recap, my 10 are going in chronological order. The Wild, November, Friday, November 10th. The Pens, Friday, November 24th. The Leafs, Thursday, December 21st. The Bruins, Wednesday, December 27th. The Blues, Saturday, December 30th. The Kraken, Tuesday, January 9th. The Lightning, Saturday, January 20th. The Hurricanes, Sunday, February 25th. The Oilers, Saturday, March 9th. And the Devils, Friday, March 29th.
1: All right. And mine, in order of how I drafted them, we had Saturday, March 30th against Toronto for the last matchup in the regular season versus the Leafs. Then second, I had... Thursday, April 11th against Washington for the home finale slash fan appreciation night. Third, Thursday, October 12th versus the Rangers for the home opener. Then Saturday, March 2nd against Eichel and Vegas, followed by Wednesday, January 17th against Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. Then we have a Sunday afternoon game on October 29th at 1 p.m. versus the Colorado Avalanche right after the Bills play Thursday night football. Then Tuesday, February 13th versus the Los Angeles Kings. Less than a week later, monday february 19th versus anaheim on president's day at 12 thirty. Second last i have friday april 5th the last friday night game of the season against philadelphia and finally october 17th versus the tampa bay lightning taylor before we sign off do you have anything else you'd like to share
0: go sabers
1: go sabers indeed all right everybody well again hopefully we will see you at trivia night wednesday august 16th at thin man chandler 7 p.m call ahead and make those reservations as well we're really really excited it's going to be a great time and a new space so make sure you're going to come out and hang out with us for it can't wait but this has been another episode of Straight Up Sabers presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Make sure you're checking out both the presenters of this podcast on their respective websites and whatever streaming platform you're currently using to listen to this episode. Make sure you're checking out all of our fellow shows. Also, make sure you're following the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Where you can also find us, Straight Up Sabers. And before you close out of this episode, make sure you are already following and or subscribed to Straight Up Sabers. And we'd very much appreciate a nice little rating or review. Finally, we have our three sponsors who we love very, very dearly. We, of course, have DraftKings and that promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals. Raycon, same way. Get all your audio needs through Raycon and all of the great deals there with a little THPN access code. And finally, Thin Man Brewery, Chandler Street, open all the time. Get over there, get some food, check them out on social media, check them out on their website, ThinManBrewery.com to keep up with all the great stuff that Thin Man has going on. We'll be back with a brand new episode on Monday, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Ben. Straight Up Savings.